0: It's kind of like if you no like right get answer. blood on your shirt. You don't like sp- you don't mess with it because you just spread it around. That's not what? normal. It's not a normal no, thing. That this, was- this, this is not something that most <laughs> people deal with on the day to day. Take a turn. <laughs> yeah, you know how it is when you get I mean, blood you splatter. Like, you know when, when you there's
1: get- arterial <laughs> spray when you slice a jugular. What, <laughs> what? crazy person? Jesus. <laughs> I'm Dr. Lisa Lippmann. And I'm Richie Redding. She is my veterinarian girlfriend.
0: And he's my comedian boyfriend. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. Hello! (laughs) I was excited today. I'm very excited. Yeah. And awake.
1: Because, first of all, this is We Don't Deserve Dogs and it happens to be somebody's birthday. Yes,
0: it is! It's (laughs) Chloe's ninth birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait,
1: wait, (laughs) wait, wait. But
0: she's gonna live forever. She looks amazing.
1: Yeah. She's Uh, she's the world's oldest puppy. And... My name is Richie Redding.
0: I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman.
1: And welcome to Chloe's birthday show. (laughs) There's gonna be a meat cake baked by me later Uh in the uh, in the shape of a number nine,
0: uh huh. Oh, very
1: excited bone. about that.
0: Last year was a bone,
1: was it? Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Maybe I'm over promising on this nine. I don't I don't know. It could be tricky.
0: But anyway, Anywho, more interestingly is my guest today. My guest.
1: Yeah, Does that way make sense? To stake your claim. My
0: yeah. I mean, I just love it. her so much. My best friend and amazing lawyer, and more importantly, dog mom to at Brussels.sprout is Sigrid Nielsen. Yay!
1: Yay! Yay. <laughs> What's up? This has been a long time coming. Thank uh, you yeah. for your
2: time.
0: Can I can I do my podcast intro? Yes, please. Okay.
2: I'm Sigrid Nielsen, and this is Brussels Sprout.
1: Nailed it. Okay, very. I just, very
2: it didn't come out as good as I thought. No, it was good. Well, I've like practiced in the shower for weeks, and it didn't quite. I don't know. It still well, needs. There's the no
1: second takes on. We don't deserve dogs. Okay, Sorry. So
2: moving on. All right.
1: <laughs> so if anybody does not know Brussels Sprout, one of the more ridiculous accounts that one could follow, he is the world's cutest Brussels.
2: Griffon. Griffon
1: and has way more clothes than I do. <laughs> Maybe I'll, more I'll, than me at this point. I'll say that um,
0: and bow ties. Bow ties well, close yeah. and followers.
1: Yeah, how many followers? More he friends. definitely has more followers than right? <laughs> <laughs> I. He's smoking me on that.
2: I think he has hundred and fifty-five thousand followers. Wow!
0: Wow! But also, he has some pretty incredible followers. He has the most devoted fans. So, oh yeah, right. I mean, I've I've looked. I mean, so Paris Jackson is a huge follower of him, right? She has followed him for a while. Yes, you guys were going to meet, right? at some point. (laughs) I don't think she's listening. I
2: thought I had a daydream that I got a DM from Paris Jackson and I looked at my phone and I had in fact gotten a DM from Paris Jackson because her best friend and it's apparently like Sprout's biggest fan and they were in town and wanted to know if maybe they could meet up. And I was like, sure, I'm around tonight. Or if not, I could you know, meet up with you tomorrow morning before I go to work at like eight, and then she was like, "Oh, okay, thanks. Let me check with my friend." And then I didn't hear back, and then I realized, "Oh, wait, tonight is the Met Gala. <laughs> and That's why she's here. Oh, so wow. she's not going to be able to meet my dog." I'm kind of um, surprised that, that she
1: didn't ask to borrow Sprout for the Met Gala. He would be a great accessory. Would have crushed it.
0: I don't remember what the theme was. He probably, I don't know.
1: He's probably got an outfit on hand for it anyway. Probably.
0: He does great with themes, that's for sure. Yes. And Diane Keaton reposts him all the time. Yes, so, which I was very excited about. I was because, very yes. jelly when
1: I saw that Diane Keaton is reposting Sprout. I was super excited. Yeah, we we made a, uh, a side-by-side who wore it better of Chloe and her turtleneck and Diane Keaton, but she didn't see it
0: nah that Man. didn't get reposted, but <laughs> that's just to say how amazing Brussels dotsprout is and how creative you are with his account because he's so freaking funny. So he's the cutest and he's the funniest, and he's my patient, and I love him, and that's <laughs> my, that's my that's how I feel
1: so um, i've been, I've
0: been drinking though, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lisa's had as much as half an amaretto and soda. So, look out guys. This is this episode's going to get loose. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Before we get into uh, Olive Sprout, what did you grow up with?
2: I had birds when I was very young. My mom had birds. That was anyways. We got my first dog when I was 8. How many
1: birds are we talking about? Was Two it, birds. Okay, it wasn't just a house filled with birds. No. no yeah.
0: Yeah, birds are not to be glossed over though. I mean, they're they're little dinosaurs. They're, I really believe that. You know this evolutionarily? Oh yeah, evolutionarily, birds are the new dinosaur. Yeah, Hmm. it's like a proven scientific fact. This was birds are the
1: new dinosaur. Yeah, (laughs) this is gonna be a fun episode. Lisa's hammered.
2: (laughs) The bird I remember was a hand-fed lovebird that was like the least loving creature (laughs) I would remember. Like she'd like put her little beak near you like she was going to nuzzle you and it seemed adorable. And then all of a sudden she would like latch on. (laughs) (laughs) And then Uh, she'd like be startled and drop uh, your hand and there's like a bird hanging off your lip. Oh my
0: God. Yeah,
1: I mean the beak is not a a lovey-dovey body part. No. No. It's it's made for, for pecking. Yeah. Well, it's
0: really made, I think, for cracking food, but yeah, also probably for some protection.
1: They could do some, some digging and some, some ruching okay. with it's that thing, can't they? Ruching? Ruching. Okay. Just ruching around. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we had birds, and then we had pugs.
1: Okay.
2: I had pugs growing up. I had my first pug
1: when I was eight. So you've so been flat-faced of- for life. Pretty much. Dogs. I had a yeah. I had a
2: Yorkie for a while and then my family had a dog my brother adopted off the street that we thought was a Beagle Lab mix and it ended up not stopping growing and it was a Lab Great Dane mix. <laughs> Shut up.
1: Uh-huh. So was it like five days old when he got it or something? I think it was like three weeks old, yeah. He yeah. like he like
2: found it in like a oh alley God. in Philly and was like nursing it in his car uh-huh. and like going out in the middle of the night to keep like the heat running because it was in November and so then... The dog, everyone finally found the dog, and the dog came in. Um, he lived with us for like a year and a half, but my brother was leaving for college, and my mom was overwhelmed, and our trainer, we lived in Nashville at the time, our dog trainer actually trained all the dogs for the police department there, and he oh, wow. had a bid to train more drug-sniffing dogs, so Chandler is now a drug-sniffing dog somewhere in the world. Cool. Yeah. what yeah.
1: He, went, he, went, he got turned into a narc? He did. He <laughs> That's did. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He had a... Successful career. A lab Great Dane narc. Yeah. How about it?
0: Yeah, I can see that. That sounds like a good comment. But also,
1: he just like found him on the street. It, it wasn't like somebody told him it was a beagle mix.
2: The vet told them it was a beagle mix because my mom was like, I don't know what, like if we should do this. And they're like, I think it's a beagle lab mix and like it should probably only be 25 or 30
0: pounds. Oh, what do vets know? Really? Yeah, I know. Ne- <laughs> never trust a vet.
2: God. Yeah, I, I thought
1: that was just some street hustler trying to like sell him a dog for 25 bucks, but it was actually a vet. Yeah, I know. Never trust you, your vet. Nope. And then you kept going back to that vet at like 150 pounds. Like, hey, know, hey, was like, hey, remember when this was good to <laughs> be a beagle? <laughs> this is the part where Lisa says it was probably a man.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Never I don't, trust a man n- vet.
0: I don't, I don't vet bash though. So. Just men. Yeah. <laughs> Just men. Just men. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> okay. So then when did you get your first dog of your own?
0: I got my first dog of my own
2: when I was in college. Mm-hmm. I got a Yorkie. Named- that's a
1: very responsible move.
2: Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't go the pug route. I did not. I got a Yorkie that I named Miss Holly Lightly.
1: Strong breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, yeah. Uh I'm a
2: big Audrey Hepburn fan. I so I had the Yorkie. She was very, very well trained as well, starting in a long line of well trained dogs for me. She was very cute.
1: She was actually a narc Yorkie. So she was.
2: (laughs) Did you do train? Did you take her to like training school? I took her to training school when she was younger. I she didn't know all the sort of tricks that Sprout knows now, but like I just ran a tight ship with her. So she was very because someone had told me before I got Yorkies that you need to train them because they can be manipulative. So Uh I just sort of got ahead of it and. She was well behaved and listened to me. And yeah, I like that
1: you use the term manipulative because I've asked people if their dogs are emotionally manipulative before, and they're like, No, it's just a dog. But I believe
2: I, yeah, I don't, yeah. (laughs) Well, I I also, with Sprout, people told me Brussels Griffons were emotionally sensitive. And when I tell that to people, they're like, Oh, that's so sweet. Your dog is like in tune to your emotions. And I'm like, No, no. No. The the dog himself is very emotionally sensitive and I have to constantly walk on eggshells to not upset (laughs) his
0: emotions. (laughs) No, no, he's not
1: an empath. He's (laughs) butthurt. It's very different.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of Yorkies and you do agility now with Sprout. Do you see a lot of, I think Yorkies are kind of surprisingly a popular... Agility breed. There are some Papillons
2: are the most Interesting. surprising. Small, and there is a, the, actually the Westminster Agility Finals are this evening. Ah. Um, and usually in the small dogs, there's this woman who lives in Long Island who usually has like three out of the top 10 dogs are uh-huh. her Papillons and they're named like Sparkle and they're like <laughs> so fast. I've seen them in real life at certain trials and it's like, it's insane to wow. watch them. They're like little moving dust bunnies. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, and papillons are just like such prancy dogs anyway.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Especially fair. with
1: like the the tail.
2: Oh, they're like yipping to go.
0: So you had her in college and how long did you have her for? I So she lived until she was
2: 13. I After college, I went to law school. And then when I was moving to New York City, I didn't know how she would do with the city. Mm-hmm. And she was having a hard time being left home alone all day. Mm-hmm. And I got really lucky because around the same time, my parents' dog had passed away and my mom was really close with Holly and she had already been spending one or two days a week there, depending on my schedule. Mm -hmm. So it seemed like a natural fit to Mm -hmm. let Holly stay behind Mm -hmm. in New York. And it was sort of one of those things that was like, oh, we'll just keep her for the first year while you get settled and then we'll revisit. And Mm -hmm. my mom, like, totally fell in love with holly and so she lived out the rest of her days with my parents so yeah
1: that's sweet and then when did uh when did the big man come into the picture where was there another (laughs) dog in between
2: there was not another dog in between. Not, I was not to dog-less. give away your age
1: or make any, any I was, assumptions. I was I was
2: <laughs> I was dogless for the next you know thirty years. Um, yeah, so I had a,
1: <laughs> so I had a parrot that died of natural causes. I got it as a baby, and then uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I was dogless. I, I when I got to the city, I kind of I wanted a dog, but I also felt like with my life that I would basically be buying a dog walker or a dog, and that I would never see it. So <laughs> buying funny. a dog yeah. walker or a dog, that's yeah. a good saying. I I I waited until. And people always ask like, how do I know if when I'm ready to get a dog? And I said, when you realize that saying I have to leave early and go feed my dog is an enhancement to your social life, not a detriment. (laughs) That's when you know you're ready to leave. I like
0: that. I like that
2: saying a lot. Yeah.
1: When you're prepared to not uh, close down the bar, basically, right? Right. Like, like when, <laughs> you're, when
2: you're like 25 and you're out with your friends, they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, I have to go feed my dog. I can't go out to the next place. Like that, you're probably not ready to have a dog. When it's like 10 o'clock and you're at a party and everyone's like, where's the next bar? And you're like, oh, I really got to go feed my dog. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or I can't How can see.
1: I get out of this? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. That, that's, that's definitely good input. I like that.
2: Yeah. It's the greatest yeah. way to get out of bad dates too. <laughs> so,
1: Oh, uh, yeah. All- oh,
2: oh yeah. I will go home before the date and feed the dog, but then I will say I came just from work and if it's really bad, I will be like I need to go feed my dog.
1: Yeah, my dog has horrible diarrhea right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's
2: probably gotten all over his turtleneck. I just can't ruin his yeah. office. It's, like- it's a lot of diarrhea. You shouldn't call me
1: ever again. So much diarrhea. <laughs> if you say diarrhea three times on a first date, it's not gonna be a second date. <laughs> it's guaranteed. No. No.
0: So what's the story leading up to my man? My bae. He's really my bae. I don't call anybody else my bae except for him. He's Does bae. anyone
2: use that word anymore though? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I just realized fair. You know,
2: my boss sent me some, my boss has teenagers and she sent me this like teen slang crossword puzzle. And I was uh-huh. like, I got this. Uh-huh. And I looked at it and I, I, I don't know any of the clues. And like bae doesn't fit in any of them. Like that I think is
1: past
0: its prime. <laughs> I agree. Maybe that's why I don't use it anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just for him though. But it's reserved for him. I am. So Sprout just turned four. So I've had him. Oh, he's a youngin'. I didn't
2: realize that. He's getting gray though. The city's aging him. Distinguished.
0: It, yeah. It really doesn't have anything to do with age. There are dogs, just like people who go gray early. And oh, the oh, other yes, thing I wanted to say- it has something to do with age. Does it have to do no. with stress? No. Because I feel I like mean, my dog is a little wound tightly. They actually did do a study, supposedly. I have to look into the study and see like how- accurate is, but um, there are some notes out there. I should say that stress is the one thing that will make dogs like gray early, but Oops. I don't think, I mean, I, I don't know how to, I st- also gray is just like the pigment just goes away. I mean, it could be because of age. It could be a lot of factors. What it's kind of not stress are you putting at- this dog
1: under? Are you I, monster! I, no. <laughs> <laughs> are you a tiger mom? What's happening? <laughs>
0: There's
1: violin lessons and <laughs>
2: the, the dog literally wakes up in the morning. He sleeps in. He's the laziest thing I've ever met. I, when I know when I got a dog, I thought it would be like he'd wake me up in the morning at like six thirty, and we'd go for these like walks together, and I'd like start my day early. And I find myself oversleeping for work because he doesn't wake me up and. Just because I'm an adult, I can't wake myself up. Uh-huh. So I finally get ready for work. And then he's still like in bed, refusing to get up. <laughs> I get his like leash. He's still looking at me. And I have to give him like a pep talk to start the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like carry him down. And he like rests his head on my shoulder as we uh-huh. go for a walk. And then he comes back and he like sits on some plush wait, bed while I make he, his breakfast. Wait, wait. And- He
1: rests his head on your shoulder as you walk?
2: Oh, I'm holding him. Okay. You were confused by the logistics of this.
1: Yes. You know, I'm
2: like holding, I'm like <laughs> holding him in my arm. So you're and Like walking, a little baby.
1: You're walking and he's just hanging out. Yeah, basically. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. One, one thing I want to say is I think it's it's also hard to garner, and this is why you guys really have to meet Sprout, come to Petcon and meet him. But one thing that's hard to garner is how small he is. He really is tiny, and I, it doesn't come across in pictures sometimes. But he really is he's so petite. tiny, yeah. so cute, he's so just what does he weigh?
1: What's he weighing in at?
2: He's is he's, that private. No, well, just, <laughs> it's a little bit of gossip because I've always said he's just under six pounds and he's gained some weight. He's closer to seven now. Oh, boy. Wow. I think team. he's gained muscle because he hasn't, he's actually quite muscular and athletic mm-hmm. because he does agility. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he does. Okay. Yeah. So he's, Um, it fluctuates a little bit, but he's around six pounds.
1: Okay. it's so funny but so how much of a given walk is he actually touching the ground
2: if it's just like a doing your business walk uh, very little he's quite efficient it's like (laughs) of all the things I've taught the dog his like one two done is uh, the thing I am most
0: proud of that's great
2: does he he have um, a specific command like go pee go poop no, he just goes outside and he okay. pees uh, and then he walks about 10 feet and he poops and I walk to the corner and then we go home. A Great. quick poop that's like that's impressive.
1: But I would put Chloe's night pee up against anybody. Her mm-hmm. record is 14 seconds.
2: I bet we've beaten that. But
1: by, <laughs> from opening the door and back, 14 seconds. Yes. But you know what? To do both or pee? pee. Just pee.
2: Oh no, we're, we can do that in under like five. But Whoa. hold
1: on, I just realized I think we have to wait this though because she drinks way more water by nature of being a big dog. So we're gonna have to find yeah, but some she kind takes of bigger curve steps.
2: Here. So
0: <laughs> that evens it out. I, <laughs> lawyer. I I think
1: there was <laughs> I think there was also a me. study.
0: I think there was also a study that showed that most mammals pee in twelve seconds. I think that's, that's actually a thing. Yeah, no, I think that's a thing that they I don't know, we'll google this after this, but I swear to god it's. It takes most mammals twelve seconds to pee. That's I like this. <laughs> I like
1: this new. I like slightly drunk lippy that she'll just <laughs> say something and then be like, "We'll look this up afterwards."
0: <laughs> I like, like this way better. It's you, scientifically well, proven. Maybe. she used to.
1: She used to like always worry about like the other vets that were listening, but now we're just throwing out studies. Yeah. I like this.
0: Possible, maybe. I like. I this could lippy. also just be totally making. This <laughs> yeah, <cell. laughs> I'm be talking out my <laughs> ass here, but. Uh, but it sounds really good. But I swear to God, one time I peed and I and I counted it and I was like. 12 seconds. Wow. Was like it the,
1: Mississippis? And, yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, Always. you peed 12 yeah, seconds? all mammals. It could be Mississippi. It Mrs. takes Lippe. you 12 seconds to pee. No, it, it does not. takes 12 What if it's
1: one Mrs. Lippy? I swear to God. <laughs> Two Mrs. <Lippe>. <laughs> <laughs> Three Mrs. Lippy. Three Mrs. <laughs> Lippy. I like. Uh, that. We just set a new standard. If you guys are going to be timing your uh, your dog's peas, please, uh, please do it. Th- do it by Mrs. Lippies. Mrs. <laughs>
0: Lippies, and please think of me. <laughs> well, yeah. what Come Mrs. Oh, right. it, it's about her mom. Mrs. It's <laughs> about her
1: mom. Okay, don't let's not go down this whole goddamn.
0: <laughs> do you think we should get married? What do you think?
1: And now we're
0: there. <laughs> I'm the
2: last person to give you advice on that. Yeah, gotta go. Yeah, me too. Ally,
0: can we go back to Sprouts walks?
2: Totally. Okay. <laughs> so he does not walk when he like is. Recently in the evening, he has wanted to go on evening walks. And I have realized it's because he's obsessed with the wine store. And they gave him cookies once. Mm -hmm. And so he will take me a very long way like he's not really much of a scent town so he loses his way but eventually we always make, like he'll start walking in the opposite direction of the wine store he's just
1: poking around until and he he's like trying to figure out how it. to
2: get there but he doesn't really he's getting a little bit better but yeah he'll like go on this long walk until we get to the wine store
0: so everyone and thinks you're an funny. alcoholic cuz he just pulls you into the wine store all the time. Yeah, Chloe does <laughs> yeah. that to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we had some treats.
1: It's a great manipulation on behalf of the it's of brilliant. the wine stores. It's brilliant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's his favorite spot. Nice. Yeah, I usually have to carry him home cuz he'll throw like a temper tantrum and he won't leave. Yeah, so (laughs) that's hilarious. I don't think we've really impressed on people like how amazing and famous and all the amazing tricks and how amazing Sprout is. So maybe we should talk a little bit about how he got started on his... How, how did... Excellent
1: point, Lisa. How did
0: he get everybody... The people want to know, yeah, I think. Okay,
1: so yeah, it's like... How do you do it? How do you go from okay. <laughs> Give us all starting your an Instagram account to a dog that has over you know, 150,000 followers?
0: You're going to
2: regret all this buildup because I do not have an amazing answer to this. Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> me neither. That's, um, I just started it and it kind of happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then it kept happening. Episode I don't, yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really... Know how I did it? Um, I've been told his captions are funny. Yes, they are. Um, I think there's. I think he started growing in the beginning because he's very odd looking, particularly when he was a puppy. Like he (laughs) looks kind of like an alien. So there's this bit of like intrigue factor. All
1: all Brussels are a bit of a sight gag, right? Yeah, because they've got the smushy face and then legs that are at least twice as long as they should be. He's a little gangly.
2: He's he's not a good specimen of the breed. His legs are a little bit longer. He's a little bit like gawky, like. I love it. He's he's kind of weird. Like he's definitely not a perfect specimen. He's the roots of his litter. Like he's not. He's. Yeah. I think he's perfect, but he's a little. But they're not all the like
1: riff. kind of wonky looking creatures, right? Yes. Yeah, and they're very like the human looking.
2: looking. They're very angry looking.
0: People will say to me like, "He's so unhappy," and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, they fun. look grumpy well, all the time." Yeah, that's where Wilt Powderson came from. Maybe tell us about Wilt, uh, Wilt please, because I am such a fan of Wilt.
1: Yeah, take us through your the different characters that he has and. All that.
0: There's
2: only one. So I didn't know... what The first two Halloweens I had Sprout, I got a little carried away. The first year he was Eeyore, which wasn't over the top. Then the next year he was Oscar the Grouch. And I made him this like trash can filled I with all this that. like That's New Yorkery amazing. trash <laughs> of like champagne bottles and pizza boxes and like all this stuff. <laughs> and then the third year, I didn't know what to do. And then at the last minute, I had this idea of, I'll make him a little old man. Uh-huh. And I was kind of envisioning like the old man from... Up and I wanted to have like a little walker with tennis balls because Sprout loves these teeny tiny tennis balls. Gotta have the tennis (laughs) balls. So I dressed him up as a little old man and then I started taking the pictures and I realized I had like too many pictures that I had taken that I loved. And so I was like, oh, I'll pretend like it's Sprout's great grandfather and there are all these old family photos and I'll just share a bunch of them. (laughs) And then as I started posting it, like this random backstory. Around Wilt Powderson just started like flowing out, like I, like I don't know where it comes from. Like he emigrated over and he found work as an actuary, but he was like a magician in his spare time. Where and then, was like, the
1: old country? Brussels. Where do- Oh, of course. Yes, naturally.
2: <laughs> he immigrated from Brussels at the turn of the century. He was okay. involved in the resistance movement in the war before he came over. Like all of this, I do not know where it started coming out. Mm-hmm. And then the like the turn of
1: the century being in, in the war. Okay.
2: So here's something you have to understand. This is not grounded in reality. So there's a lot of like factual of course. problems with <laughs> like my like my it takes
0: twelve seconds to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. There's there's <laughs> no and a lot, of, yeah. a lot of people sometimes will like pressure test this thing, and they'll be like, past tense, is he no longer with it? I'm like, can but no, like, this is just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stop, stop trying to make this realistic. Okay, keep,
1: keep weaving your whip.
2: So, the story around Wilt just sort of kept coming out. Uh-huh. People loved it. I had a lot of fun with it too because there were little bits of like my own family history that were kind of peppered into there that mm-hmm. I don't think people would oh. necessarily realize other than my family. i <laughs> um, like how Wilt and his wife Lady Penelope met and like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> little like stories like that. So I had a lot, I enjoyed doing it. He um, found what he
1: thought he was, was a beagle and then it turned into a, 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 <laughs> <laughs> a lab great Dane narc. No,
2: he asked her out, but he was so shy that his like ears turned red and she was going to say no, but she felt bad. And so she said yes, but then like
1: she fell in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of backstory there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also comes with the photos of the cutest old man wig and walker. He <laughs> makes an amazing old man.
1: Where do you find such a uh, So you're making all these things yourself? Like the wig, did you just cut up part of a wig? The wig wig?
2: wig is a, it was a dog wig intended to be a little old lady. So it came with like a gray chignon that I cut off. Mm, Of course. um, Mm. And and tied it back into a ponytail. So it's like his weird toupee. (laughs) Um, The clothing is mostly newborn baby clothing, which is why it's... Uh too big on him uh-huh. Um, he's like drowning in some all those
1: fat babies
2: seriously he's smaller yeah. than a baby yeah he's smaller than a baby I mean, his body yeah. for
1: sure yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah. it's really funny to remind like pregnant friends that like my dog is like smaller than their baby and <laughs> yeah. it's like it's yeah. like a very terrified look mm-hmm. from any expectant mother yeah well
1: and I guess they don't really make uh, too many high end preemie clothes no you know <laughs> <So it's, laughs> well they don't
2: make that many newborn clothes because apparently they just wear like onesies all the time yeah, yeah it's like, not too much like clothing. high fashion
1: at the NICU I don't
2: know. <laughs> um, so that's, and then a dog bow tie. And then the walker, I actually, I went to Lowe's and I bought all these different pieces of corrugated pipe and like <laughs> screwed them together into this walker shape. I think the guys in Lowe's thought I was insane because I was like standing there like measuring out the pipes and like, can I help you miss? And I was like, no, i got it. <laughs> and I'm like went to the register with all these like random ass pieces of like four and a quarter inch corrugated pipe And built a little walker for him. And then I took some of his old tennis balls and cut them up and put them on the bottom. But I accidentally <coughs> took his favorite tennis ball and so he was like freaking out at the walker trying to get this ball off. <laughs> and so I had to like hide the walker in a closet from him because he was so stre- this is why his hair's gray. He's so stressed because his like tennis ball is speared onto some him like over metal the, contraption. The gray yeah. edge.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. so Will was born over th- a Halloween joke. And then he resurfaces around the holidays like he posted on Thanksgiving. Family at Christmas, oh, yeah. His nice. birthday, I dressed Sprout as like a little baby and was like old baby photos of Wilt. <laughs> he pops up every once in a while. People, people love him. Does he push the walker? No. Okay.
1: The it's the uh, the the shopping cart that he pushes.
0: The shopping cart he pushes.
1: Okay. Walk which us is, through it.
0: Which is incredible. Which needs to be a Target commercial. That's hey Target, if you're listening. For real. Yeah. Hey, Target, it's so there's a reason I have a red ridiculous. handle <laughs> on my
1: shopping cart, okay? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Not by accident. We are throwing this underhand to you guys. Let's, I, yeah, let's I, get I Sprout have, a Target commercial.
0: Walk us through the commercial or what he does. The, uh, the commercial, because I have or, the commercial written in my yes, head. Yes. <laughs> or what he does, at
2: least, because it's amazing. Holiday commercial, mm-hmm. some little holiday music. It's Sprout dun, dun, in Target. Shopping. That's, no. no, like a little just like cheerful. Like, uh, not like, okay, whatever. I don't, your know, ho- that. Your I don't ho- know that one. It's not a holiday song, but your holiday song seemed too ominous. No, um, that's like a, Home Alone. That's a very
0: famous, yeah, that's Home a Alone. very famous, I know it's famous, but, <laughs> but it feels.
1: <laughs> Christmas is here. But it's kind Where's of. Right of- <laughs> it's like a stress-inducing <laughs> song. Memory, memory, like, it's not a
2: relaxing song. Okay. Well, you're like the, it's the one that like freaks some- out your
1: dog. Don't put it on me.
2: Okay, uh-huh. Back to the commercial Yeah back to so the commercial So Sprout is in Target With a shopping uh-huh. cart shopping, uh-huh. every- uh-huh. shopping for everyone Shopping for everyone on his list So he's picking up like gloves For his dog walker He's like I don't know Getting like a little necklace For his
0: mom They have to be small gifts Getting so something for mom. his favorite vet What does he get For his favorite uh. vet
1: <laughs> Booze A
0: thank you card <laughs>
2: Figures Yeah He gets an apple An oh. apple of the day Keeps a doctor away
0: oh. Um. So it's
2: so creative he's buying a tennis ball for his bro. He's buying like a squeaky toy flower for his girlfriend. He's putting all this stuff in the cart. At some point, there's something on a shelf that he can't reach. So he's jumping up and down. And then you see like the khaki legs of a target employee who like helps reach something off the shelf for him and put (laughs) it into the cart. And then he like continues pushing it and buying his stuff. And then the last scene is Sprout with this like giant, stuffed dog toy and he's trying to like put it in the cart but the toy is basically bigger than him and so he's failing miserably and like that's the comedic end to the And you're scene. looking at me like it's not no. even
1: remotely no I'm funny. feeling this Okay, I'm feeling this commercial okay we just need a VO
0: he's thinking about it this is his no, thinking we, we put a yeah.
1: voiceover package yeah. on it and mm-hmm. like you know drag yourself to target yeah end scene
0: yeah. Because, well, what also you, you didn't tell the people is you throw the toys, you throw the things you want him to put in the cart, like the banana. Oh, yes. He puts things. Yeah. Sorry. That was probably an yeah. important piece of
1: information. <laughs> that he they does.
0: He does not just push the cart. Right.
2: I will say Sprouty, buy it and he will get something off a shelf and put it into the cart. It's amazing. I took him to Staples this fall and got like a tiny little <laughs> notebook yeah. and taught him to get it off the shelf and put it into his <laughs> cart when he went back to school shopping. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Target, get your shit together. Weather, dude. Yeah,
0: for real. Or Staples, maybe, then. Staples? Okay, Target.
1: <laughs> target. <laughs> hey, Staples, you're not welcome here. So <laughs> with that said, let's go to a quick break. Well, I have two dog-related topics that I would like to bring up to you Ladies from uh, the news this week, one of them is that PETA has announced that the word pet is patronizing to animals. Okay. What? Uh, yeah. And they are mm. to be referred to as your animal companions from now on. <laughs> so please stop patronizing your animal companions. With that serious news out of the way, mm. I would also like to introduce you to you the topic of... so. A faithful listener, Pat, aka Bagel Boy, in Florida, sent me this: that an apartment complex in Florida, in Sanford, Florida, is, which is near Orlando, is now using DNA testing to ensure that residents pick up their dog poop. Oh, yeah, it sounds crazy, but there's a two hundred fifty dollar pet fee for the complex, and then a fifty dollar DNA swab that they swab your dog's cheek. And if there's poop around, they will test the poop against the DNA of every dog in the police.
0: And what's the uh, reprimand?
1: (laughs) And then there's an additional fine. There's a $150 fine if it's found to be your dog. Whoa. Yeah.
0: I'm picking up poop.
1: I mean, I... I'm kind of all about it, but I also feel like the beads in the pool that you put in so that if you pee in the pool, then it turns blue.
0: Does that Was that ever actually really a thing?
1: No. That's uh, exactly what I'm they saying. They just tell. It's yeah. well,
2: yeah. scare tactic. Um. <laughs> I'm sure they've never actually run the DNA test, but it, they're trying to like freak people yeah. out. It, like, it's probably not even a DNA test. It's like a Q-tip that they've swabbed yeah. just to set this like tone for people yeah. that were watching you. I totally. kind
1: of love that though. <laughs> like I like it more as a work than, than if it's like, if they're actually doing the DNA test. Because also, we know that DNA t- t- tests cost more than 50 bucks.
0: Do we? I mean, I don't know. I don't it know. seems like a lot of work yeah. to deal with a stray <laughs> yeah. poop. Yeah, and like but what lab could, is maybe doing. It. There's like it's a, a, lot a little over the top. <laughs> stray yeah. poop.
1: And yeah. what do you do if there's, if we, we almost discussed this the other day on a pod. What are you supposed to do? If you live, if you're a civilized person, and you have just a pancake of diarrhea on the sidewalk, if you try to pick it up, you're just rubbing it around. You're making the surface area bigger. <laughs> what's the What's the proto?
0: That's why you curb your dog. Because you just on walk the curb.
1: away.
0: Yeah, yeah. You just
1: just wait until the least. They wash people down are around. the
0: street. The.
1: Sidewalks. Just start doing a dance for the rain. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's that, nothing to do. That's not pick upable. You're.
1: That's a good the most. Citizen. You tried, but yeah. you move on.
0: You get yeah. what you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: To your point about spreading the surface area, it will dry faster than if it's like a hmm. loose, like I don't know. There's
1: like th- three foot <laughs> radius of diarrhea instead. Yeah, but Versus like
0: there's like a-, a puddle. There could be disease z- in there though. There's, You're probably better yeah. off just leaving it. It's kind of like there's you no like right get answer. blood on your shirt, you don't like mess with it because you just spread it around. That's not what? normal. That's not a normal no, thing. That this, was- <laughs> this is not something that most <laughs> people deal with on the day to day. Take a turn. <laughs> yeah, you know how it is when you get blood I mean, you splatter. You're like yeah, you know when you get wine on your shirt. Yeah, right. That's what I meant. No, wine. I, okay. When, you know you when blood, when you get salad dressing on your shirt. Yeah. No, not blood. You know when, when you there's get-
1: arterial <laughs> spray when you slice a jugular. What <laughs> crazy person? By the way, <laughs>
0: by the way, hydrogen peroxide is the only thing that gets out blood. Just saying for those of you who need to know.
1: Sigrid, as a faithful (laughs) listener to the show, and thank you for that, dear. You're welcome. Um, As a faithful listener, and we now know that Lisa (laughs) is at least a suspect for being a serial killer. (laughs) I'm uh, a doctor. You know all about the personality test. So, it is time to give uh, the Cosmo-style personality test to your beloved Brussels sprouts. All right, let's do it. Let's start with, let's go Kinsey scale. One being the gayest, ten being the straightest. Where does he fall? Eight. So uh, uh, <laughs> do I'm, I have
0: to justify? I think you do. Yeah. <laughs> Show your math. Have you seen say. him
1: turn down gay sex? <laughs> 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 Seeing you actually think about that for a second well, was priceless. Th- this, have goes, I?
0: this maybe goes back to a question because uh, C- Sigrid was watching Chloe lick me before, and she said, "You know, Sprout's really not a licker, but he will sometimes rage lick you." So I have to, <laughs> I, have to I have to, I have to ask about this at night. I don't. <laughs> He doesn't normally lick me, but sometimes at
2: night when he's feeling very feisty, he will start licking my arm, I think, because he knows I hate it.
0: He will also, (laughs) the only
2: time he ever tries to hump me in my arm is late at night when he's, like, very playful.
1: Wait, (laughs) does the lipstick come out? No. Okay. Not usually. No. Not usually? No.
2: Again, I think this is more of, like, a, a weird... I don't know, revenge. It's not about
1: sex. It's about power. And it's about it's about yeah. power.
2: Be- no, it's absolutely about power because the way I got it to stop was instead of like trying to pull my arm away and be like, don't do it. I just let him do it and I made eye contact with him.
1: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> and you could see him looking back and then he like sort of slowed. The hump, and then like slinked off my arm and walked away.
1: That is straight out of Christmas Vacation when th- th- he says that the dog's a Mississippi leg hound. He's like, mm-hmm. best thing to do if he if he slays into you, just let him finish.
0: No, <laughs>
1: uh, that is hilarious. It's, I mean, a, that, little it's, uh, a, it's a little
0: different.
2: It's a little different. Mine was like it was. I yeah. was in my mind remembering when my like older brother was teasing me, and my mom would be like, "Don't let him know he's getting at yeah. you."
1: Oh uh, wait, <laughs> you said you let him. Like just,
2: no, she like, said no, she I looked stare, at him and made eye, him eye con. I get like he started trying to hunt me, so I made eye contact and then he looked back and he felt so like awkward about it that he stopped what he was doing and like walked away. I like, heard a totally different story. <laughs> you did no, I
1: thought for sure he jizzed on your arm. But okay, okay so let's, no, move, no, on. No, let's no. move on. Let's move on. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if we we kind of went off track on on our number there, but.
0: Yeah, we didn't make but her show the math.
1: It's an arm, she, He's more of an arm humper okay. than a dog humper. Um, <laughs> I mean, grammability, He's an eleven. That's that's a throwback. He's
0: eleven million.
1: Uh, yeah, he's.
0: I'm gonna just say eleven. Eleven million.
1: What kind of uh, savagery?
0: Savagery.
1: Savagery. Uh, Do you need I a said. definition? Can he tear shit up.
2: <laughs> no, he's like a, <laughs> a three. Oh.
1: <Aww. laughs> His stamina.
2: I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a solid eight or nine. Actually,
1: really, he has
2: a lot
1: of. Despite not touching the ground on his walks, the agility training makes up for that. You're saying,
2: yeah, he's he's actually very. He can be very energetic and athletic at agility, but he also has a lot of willpower. Mm-hmm. And so, like when he was a puppy, playing cry it out with him was impossible because he would cry nonstop for like four hours, and he would just keep going. <sighs> and even today, like he will out whatever me.
1: I think our record for trying to uh, wait out Chloe is about 70 Three seconds. seconds. <laughs> no, 70 seconds. Seven if, <laughs> like, that's me with my earplugs in. Yeah. You trying to like just really go tiger mom yeah. on her. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, 70 seconds. Sounds
1: right. His problem solving. I feel like it's going to be pretty high.
0: Nine or ten. Ten. I'm going to give him a ten. I'm going
1: to give him a ten. That's our first ten. Yeah. That is our first ten. I'm going to give him a ten. You can um, back me up on this, listeners. Here's
2: why. He he is good at solving problems, but he's also... The moment I realized he was really smart was when I caught him cheating on tricks. (laughs) No, no, like when I taught him to put things in when I taught him to clean up his toys and put them in a basket. That's um, hilarious. I realized that when I'd be like, go get your toy, he would try to he knew what was getting him the reward was dropping a toy in there. So he would try to pick up a toy that was in there. I said, (laughs) You can't do that, you have to go get a new toy. (laughs) And so then he would take a toy out of the bin and he would turn his head. And then turn his head back and like drop it in as though he had like just like he was like hoping I wouldn't notice that it was the That's same great. toy that he had. <laughs> and he keep like so he tries to like shortcut whatever
0: the behavior is to get the treat.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: He's super smart. That's so smart. Pretty
1: smart. And, yeah.
0: and now you're teaching him to recognize toys, right? By name. I'm trying to teach him to recognize toys by name. I also No, he's done it. I've yeah. seen him. He I've has seen it. it's seen
1: it.
2: He knows his ball by name. So if I say go get ball, he can get his ball out of a toy bin. He can do the same thing with fries. uh, fries. (laughs) He starts guessing when I put, if it's between fries and ball. (laughs) Um, I've also, I pivoted a little bit and I'm trying to teach him to
1: read.
0: Okay. What? (laughs) Kind of like a hunger with words. Kind of thing. What?
1: I don't know what anybody's talking about. I don't know
0: what that meant. Okay. Okay. I hunger for words.
1: Oh, that uh, yeah, that lady that we want to get on. I think
0: she's a speech pathologist who's taught her dog how to
2: talk with words. Anyway, I printed out some commands on pieces of paper, so I have like sit down, ball, treat, Uh sprout, hello, and I'm trying to get him to read what the word is. And so we've been doing it with sit and down so far. I think he's still just sitting because he sees me hold up a piece of paper. Right. But I think he's, like, slowly starting to recognize that he has to, like, focus on whatever the visual is. Interesting. It says so much
1: about me that every time somebody is really good at training their dog, I just get mad at Chloe. (laughs) You can't read, Chloe.
2: (laughs) It's you have something to, about me that I come home from work and this is what I'm doing at uh, night, I'm it's teaching my dog to you. fucking read. Because I was going to say, <laughs> no, like, I think this is where, like, Lisa, is my friend. Why aren't you taking me out more? Like, this is that, like, I need to, like, it's, reality check. You know what? Even if a date's
1: going well, you can get out of it if you just say, I got go to go teach my dog to read and be <laughs> like, all right, never see you again.
2: <laughs> I have definitely steered dates that, I don't want the person to go out with me again, so I've definitely started like playing up crazy dog person, yeah, <laughs> in a way that's not really realistic. But I've been like, oh yeah, like well, when he goes to the office with me, I have to wear a polo shirt because he has to be office appropriate. But usually <laughs> on the weekends, he's just in a hoodie, and like <laughs> <laughs> not how I normally am. Yeah, but teaching him to use the
1: toilet at the same time as I do, like all right, I'm <laughs> I'll see myself <laughs> like, out. <laughs> trying to make sure
2: guarantee <laughs> this person does not want to call me back. Are you
1: co pooping with your dog? This got weird. <laughs> Well, I mean special skills. I think we just covered that. That is a that is a strong eleven.
0: I'd say so. Let, let the mom of the Rachel dog's reading. Talk. Yeah. It, he's not it, reading yet.
1: But I mean, if, if you even think you can teach your dog to read, it's it, you have mental problems. It, yes, you, you are <laughs> insane, but he's over ten. Um, street Smarts. How do you think he would do on the mean streets? <laughs>
0: This tickles you, (laughs) but also
1: being emotionally manipulative does help on the streets.
0: I'm going
2: to give him a six. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he would probably survive. Mm -hmm. But I think it might be a little bit of a. He doesn't strike me as I would. I feel like I would be surprised at his ability to navigate. Yeah, he can't
1: find the wine store. That's problematic.
2: (laughs) I know. Like he's like a hard time. He doesn't love people. No, he likes people. He doesn't like other
0: dogs. But I mean, he's not like a cuddly, let everybody pet him kind of. He likes a space. Well, and this brings me to our next question. But he also knows how to get
2: food from people. So I feel
0: like he knows how to manipulate other
2: people. So he would probably... That's going to fare well. He's either going to be like hiding under something being very pathetic Mm -hmm. and like frozen in terror, or he's going to be like running a street gang of (laughs) chipmunks within a week.
1: (laughs) A street gang of chipmunks. How bougie is he? One to ten?
2: I'm actually going to say seven, which is maybe surprisingly low because for, Sprout's account— For a Sprout's dog account, with this many
1: outfits, it is.
2: Sprout's account, I think bougie is nine. Sprout, in real life, is not that bougie. Like, he's actually a fairly normal dog. His, his account is, like, played up a little bit more, but he likes to play fetch. He likes to go to the park. He loves to run on the beach. Like, he's kind of a chill dog.
1: Yeah. Okay. I am surprised by that. Yeah, plays well with others. Humans or dogs? I, I, it's up to you, lady. Dogs, uh, five. He doesn't love most dogs. He's also six pounds. That's that's tough.
2: He's allowed. Yeah. yeah, he's allowed to be overwhelmed by other dogs. He doesn't like puppies. He doesn't like any dog that's aggra- like more energetic than him. Like anyone yeah. who's like up in his face is going to be overwhelming for him. Even when he was a puppy, when he Mm -hmm. was like that with a puppy, the couple of times I took him to doggy daycare, I had to make clear, like, do not put him in the puppy room because he will, (laughs) like, he needs to sit with the old dogs and he wants to sit there and have, like, tea and, like, talk
1: about, like... (laughs) He's an old soul. He's an old soul. Okay. But
2: that being said, he, when he was younger, he used to love going to the dog park and he loved dogs to chase him. He's pretty fast, so that he never got caught and that was good for him. And then... One of our foster dogs he bonded with, and it was the only time I've ever seen him like play and wrestle with another dog. Like he doesn't normally touch other dogs when he plays. He wants to be chased, but he doesn't want to be touched or he doesn't touch them back. Mm-hmm. And with Renee, they would be like rolling on the ground. Wrestling. Which,
1: which was a follow-up question. Does he have a bestie?
2: Renee was probably his Aww. his bestie for a few weeks. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fleeting. Mm-hmm. It's like a summer fling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, listeners, you can compile that one of these days. I'm convinced it's going to happen. <laughs> I am convinced. What's the something, something, something that he has?
0: Oh, you want to talk about his syringomyelia? Yes. Okay. Um, I'll let Sigrid start with this and I'll maybe fill in some gaps, maybe. But she's sort of an expert now. So, yeah. We, so, Sprout does a lot of, I'll just say, he does a lot of PSAs. And one of them is he was diagnosed with something that... I think you wouldn't have known the symptoms of, right? Otherwise, it's not a super common disease. It is...
1: I think it's almost... Are we about to have a... Informative segment? An informative segment? (laughs)
0: Yeah, this is, this is a rare one. Um, seringomyelia is most common in King Charles Cavalier Spaniels. And I guess we can talk a little bit about how you found the symptoms and then what prompted you to bring him in. And yeah, all the good work you do to get the word out there about what people might be seeing. Yeah, it's the one time that being
2: a hypochondriac really paid off.
1: hmm
0: when I, so as Lisa said, it's
2: really common in King, more, most common in King Charles, Cavalier, Spaniels. That's a lot Is of words hard to thing? get out and row. No, it's a <laughs> neurological thing. Okay. Um, oh, they are prone to that. It's neurological. It's becoming increasingly common in Brussels Griffons. And I had known about it before I had Sprout because a different dog that we followed on Instagram had it quite badly mm-hmm. along with encephalitis, and he had unfortunately passed away at about a year and a half. So Wait. I was very, very paranoid about this. Um, And in, I think symptoms usually start coming out when the dog is around a year old. The challenge with it is the symptoms are things like scratching, biting at paws, shaking their head, rubbing their face, like rubbing their body, like things that are in many dogs allergies uh-huh. or to some degree are behaviors that any dog is going to do. So that makes it a little bit tricky to diagnose it. And it's, I think, one of the reasons it can be misdiagnosed. Because, again, in most dogs, it is allergies or something other than SM. Okay, I had been, so I was sort of terrified by it. So whenever I'd see him, the scratching is kind of like, it's called like air scratching. So he'll like stand there and with his back leg, he'll scratch sort of underneath his body. So he's like not actually scratching anything. Hmm. Um, So it's a little bit more noticeable. But I started noticing that he was doing this behavior in a way that felt more patterned. So he would be like scratching and then he would shake his head rapidly and then he would like scoot his butt or something and like almost get in these like
1: weird... Repetitive motions. Yeah, things. like
2: it started to feel a little neurological. So, and then at some point in the summer when I guess he was two and a half, he started not wanting to do agility, which he always wanted to do. And he sort yeah. of stopped... Being himself. And so that's when I took him to the vet. Leading up to the vet, I had taken a lot of videos of him because one of the things that was most helpful to me was someone else had taken a video of their Brussels Griffon who had been diagnosed with SM and she took a video of their symptoms. And watching that video, I think I burst into tears the first time I saw it because it was like watching. It's identical. It was like exactly what he was doing. Like it's hard to describe what it looks like, but seeing that for me made me realize this might be something to it. Other people who I'd sort of mentioned it to would be like, "Oh, you're just being paranoid. Like the dog's fine." But so I recorded his own behavior, and I think that was really helpful for our yeah. neurologist when we were able to go because he doesn't always do it. Like he, these are fleeting moments in a normal day. Like this is all in maybe 5 minutes aggregated throughout the entire day he's doing these sorts of behaviors. Oh well. Um he's mostly a normal happy dog. When it gets ri- so basically what it is is Yeah, we haven't talked about yeah, it. It's thing. it happens because of a chiari-like malformation, which basically means his brain is too big for his head, which of course it is because he's like the smartest <laughs> dog ever. So if your brain doesn't really fit in your head, it puts pressure on the base of the spinal cord. And then that can cause pockets of fluid to develop in the spinal cord. My
1: mom actually got tested for that.
0: Really? <laughs> really? Yeah.
1: For, like, she it has, happens in people. Yeah. She has uh, she has a long history of migraines. And oh. uh, she went to the, I yeah. don't know if it's Chiari or Chiari Institute in yeah. Long Island. Yeah.
0: I, I say Chiari, but yeah, it's a Chiari like malformation. Just like you said, it's neurologic syndrome of the skull.
1: Your brain the, the, tongue is what they called it.
0: The fluid is cerebrospinal fluid. It doesn't really allow it to flow out like it should. So yeah, it puts pressure and then it causes these symptoms like scratching, itching. Um, I mean, you can look, like YouTube it. It's
1: sad to see so the... how do you intros. treat that? So, Drill a hole?
2: Well, you can talk about what you're doing for Sprout. Yeah, I think with Sprout, I caught it early enough. He is... Fortunately, and never got to a point where he's he's not in pain. My understanding is when he has these symptoms, it's sort of more of like a discomfort. So like imagine if like you're foot feels like your foot is tingling because it falls asleep or you have like a weird itch. So it's like annoying and it's bothersome. But my understanding is he's not in Mm -hmm. any pain. So fortunately, Mm -hmm. I caught it before it was really bad. So prognosis seems that he will still live a long and happy, normal life. He's on two medicines. He's on... Omeprazole, which I think helps decrease the buildup of the mm-hmm. cerebrospinal fluid. Mm-hmm. And then he's on gabapentin, which helps decrease the neurological symptoms and all the like itching and weird. Yeah. chill him out too? Not
0: really. I don't I think so. I mean, he's so. probably, I mean, you build a tolerance. to. So Omeprazole, you guys probably know as Prilosec, is actually an antacid. They have found, yeah, that they found for some reason decreases the cerebrospinal pressure in the, in dogs with syringomyelia. And then gabapentin is a pain medication that is commonly used like for nerve dysfunction in people. And so it's sort of like an opioid. It's not quite sort of its own thing, but it's kind of like an opioid. But so yeah, it can cause like mild sedation. And, um, but he's probably built a tolerance to it and he's not on like a super high dose and Yeah. So those are the treatments. It's diagnosed, by the way. So he's got what we'll call suspect, right? He never had an an MRI or anything else like that. I mean, because he's not that severe, but it's diagnosed on MRI. And yeah, unfortunately, beyond that, beyond the medical treatments like pain medications and the omeprazole, they rarely, rarely do surgery if it's very severe. It's got to be really severe to do the surgery because it's not really guaranteed to work. So... Um, that's that, but he'll never get there. I mean, he's mild. He'll just stay mild for forever. That's it. Like his malformation is what it is. And he'll, he's just going to be, I mean, he's perfect. Yeah. I I mean, I've talked to him. He understands he's not allowed to get worse. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We've
1: had
2: this, we've had this talk. I've I've told him he's not allowed, nothing's allowed to happen to him. Exactly.
1: I like it. As an avid listener, you no doubt know about the worst influencer in the world uh, that lady by the name of shandy
2: i i do know shandy although i feel like i know rich is shandy more than i know shandy
1: well you can put your own stank on it or you can do it an impression of me doing shandy either way uh, we have a brand new read
2: do I read it first or I just start doing it? It's a it cold sh- read, oh, baby girl. Jesus. Okay. Hey guys, it's me, Shandi. So I've been getting a lot of questions about how all my dogs look so stunning in pictures. <laughs> my secret is a fabulous new product called Stay Still. <laughs> Stay Still is the ultimate shot collar for the Instagram generation. <laughs> it uses 10,000 volts of real electric currents to paralyze your puppy <laughs> in exactly the right position. <laughs> your light count will go through the roof and you never even have to bother with a squeaky toy ever again. The currents go straight from the collar into your doggy's primary motor cortex to ensure that he stays put. It's safer than fentanyl and it doesn't require any positive reinforcement training. LOL. (laughs) And of course, the guy at Ivan's puppy store said, it's totally safe as long as you're wearing rubber boots and not standing in a puddle. (laughs) However, we don't recommend using stay-still at a gas station and don't even think about it flying with it. Mm -hmm. For those of you that have totally untrainable dogs, there's always the 25,000 volt. For Christ's sake, stay still. (laughs) (laughs) But if you have a dog that's a real a-hole, Ivan now offers the super duper 50,000 volt. I swear to God, stay the fuck still. (laughs) (laughs) So, go to www. IvansPetStore.com dot and enter the code Shandi twenty for twenty percent off and start electrifying your Instagram pics today.
1: <laughs> yes, <Yay. laughs>
0: so horrifying. It's you had so a good. Great
1: amount of vocal fry on it. I was feeling it. I like the decisions that you so made. Amazing. You anchored certain words. Okay, thank you. Great. I, I,
0: I yeah. I like that it was Ivan's. Is that like Ivan the Terrible? because you get? Well, so it, that was in it's your a
1: callback to uh, Ivan the Cat Butcher from the the declawing. Got it. Read that she oh. did. But with that said, you have been a fantastic guest, and Thank you. Yeah. as always, we are going to go out with a quiz to yes. determine if you, Sigrid, <laughs> mother of Brussels dot Sprout, deserve dogs. Okay. Okay. You know what it is? It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. Since we are. In a fevered pitch of the Democratic presidential nomination, (laughs) I I feel like it is germane to ask you about presidential candidates' dogs. (laughs) Which of the 2020 Democratic presidential candidates has two rescue dogs named Buddy and Truman? Biden, Warren, Mayor Pete, or Epstein didn't kill himself?
0: I feel like why wasn't Truman an option? Because that would have been funny.
1: You don't He's name your dog candidate. after yourself. I know. Also, we're gonna need an answer.
0: Okay, um, Mayor Pete.
1: That is correct.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> yes,
1: you had uh, you had a one out of four. Uh, wow. And you, you got it. Yes, Mayor Pete's dogs can be followed at First Dogs SB, as in South Bend, doing community outreach. I wonder if they follow Sprout. Yes.
2: They should.
1: Also, I do want to put out there for faithful listeners that know that I constantly bring up Epstein Didn't Kill Himself. There is a performance artist in from Massachusetts that – Tried to legally change his name to Epstein didn't kill himself in order to get on the Democratic ticket to try to run for president as Epstein didn't kill himself. Amazing! So, shout out to that guy. Who's he's also the guy that ate uh, a like one hundred thirty thousand dollars banana. I
0: also okay. really appreciate all the jokes that are going around around coronavirus, saying that like the whistleblower on the virus has died of the <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein bar virus.
1: Which presidential candidate has a rescue dog named Major? Adopted as a companion to an elderly dog named Champ, not pet, companion. Bernie, Biden, Warren, or Yang?
2: I think
1: Biden. That is correct. Wow. wow. I'm
2: surprising myself. You're a history yeah. buff. No, uh, I'm not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, and it's also present day. But either way, uh, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> Uncle Joe rescued Major after his litter gained attention for being exposed to dangerous chemicals. Wow. Presumably his middle name is DuPont. Maybe he'll yeah. turn into the Hulk. Well, Yeah. But I will say that I don't want to seem biased towards anyone. But uh, Bernie is the only of the candidates that has a perfect one hundred score from the Humane Society. Wow! For his legislation regarding animal wow. rights,
2: does he have a dog?
1: He doesn't.
2: Does he have a parrot?
1: I don't <laughs> know. I feel like he would have a turtle. Something really (laughs) economical, you know, that'll outlive him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. final question. You're two out of three, so you're just playing with house money right now. Okay. Okay. President Andrew Jackson. (laughs) President Andrew Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) President Andrew Jackson, known for his face being on the $20 bill and killing lots of people in duels, had a pet blank that was apparently a real pain in the ass. Brussels Griffon, Billy Goat, Jack Russell, or Parrot? I'm going to go Billy Goat. It was a parrot, actually. (laughs) Apparently the parrot named Paul. Paul? Paul. Paul? Paul? Spell it. P-O-L-L. It just feels weird, Paul. Yeah. It it looks like it should be Paul.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Paul had a potty mouth that he picked up from dear old dad old Hickory himself he scandalized polite company and had to be removed from Jackson's own funeral services for excessive swearing (laughs) apparently he was very fond of screeching bitch
2: (laughs) I feel like that could have been a Brussels graffon though yeah Yeah. I feel like I could teach Sprout how to swear well
1: you have a new assignment but it turns out that you Sigrid deserved all yay thank you so much you were fantastic amazing Uh, where can people find find you what do you want to plug
2: we are on Brusselssprout.com on instagram i don't really know how to manage more than one
0: social media account so that's where <laughs> you can find us okay. he needs to start a tiktok i think that, I, I, i'm not that i'm not yeah. that
1: cool that's a whole other discussion yeah. he
0: is that cool though
1: uh, you guys know you can find me everywhere at Richie Redding. And I think right after this episode comes out, I'm going to be doing a run in South Florida. So uh, check out my Instagram and I'll put up the dates. Yeah.
0: And Brussels.Sprout will be helping me teach pet first aid and CPR at School for the Dogs coming up. And I'll if be doing that City. monthly. Yes, if you're in New York City. So come meet us or him. I don't know if he'll be. It's he will be there at the wearing it's February 28th. a stethoscope. Ha, <laughs> ha, He has a doggy stethoscope. (laughs) So come
2: on. It's super important. This is like long overdue
0: for me. Like it's actually
2: very important (laughs) to learn this stuff. So I hope you guys will come.
0: It's a really good course. And learn as well. If I say so myself. life saving. Great. Great. And at Dr. Lisa Lippman. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding.
0: And I'm Dr. Lisa
1: Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names: at Richie Redding at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com.
0: Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode, because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show. If you rate and review on Apple podcasts or share an episode on socials, tag us at we don't deserve dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of we don't deserve dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian.
1: The Pod A Sonic Universe.